Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. What have we stumbled upon here, I think, is one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. They call it the Open Quads, and they say, tell your friends and tell your enemies. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I am a cousin of Mordecai Leviticai at Levi D. Zinnel on Twitter. (laughs) Jeez, every time it's something different. Yeah, I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And I am a fan of Leaping Lanny Poffo at Robert Lemons on Twitter. Yeah, the return of Robert. Ow! I wish we had like that party siren. (laughs) (laughs) Streamers and little little Bailey things standing up everywhere. Wah, 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 wah. Arm waving tube men or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, whenever okay. a car place is having a sale, they have those out there. Real I'm quick pretty... about the horn thing. When I'm... I was in Cancun when I was 18 in Cancun, that thing would go off at like fucking 6.30 in the morning. And I'm like, hey, some of us fucking didn't go to bed till 30 minutes ago. Could you <laughs> knock it the fuck off? <laughs> So I'm pretty right, pissed that I'm, I'm pretty pissed that I didn't get in on those conversations yesterday. That was a that was a very intellectual conversation. Oh, the one where get out of the fucking trash can. <laughs> that one? Uh, yes, that one. But no. And I, about, and I literally I pissed my pants talking to him on the phone yesterday after that cuz I had to finally shut it off cuz I laughed for about 20 minutes on air. Well, y'all need to the next time y'all decide to do just a random tangent like that. Oh, what was that? Is that a Dr. Pepper gimmick? No, it wasn't, you dumb son of a bitch. 
Was it an ice cold gimmick? It was. I'm gonna have a couple. Oh, speaking man, of we're getting it all right now. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> hey, Robert, are you are you rolling around like a wheel? I am. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would he be rolling around like a wheel? He he got tied up in a pillowcase and they're rolling him around. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like all like right. I used to do to cats when I was a kid. Sometimes, you know, I didn't tell you about the time I was a cat, but we can talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we got. I knew this was gonna happen. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Before you even get started, you know how like the end of Pardon the Interruption, they have like a um, like an errors thing or whatever. Yeah. You know how you guys were talking about that you thought that Jeff Jarrett was always a uh, heel. Correction, he was not always a heel because I remember the day that he turned heel in USWA because I cried, and that was still in the it's still real to me, damn it, phase. Oh, oh, okay. Damn, I always forget. I sh- I should have thought to get you in on that actually, yeah. because Robert grew up in Jonesboro, so he got Memphis TV, so he got USWA. Oh shit! Very nice. He okay. got er- he got early Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, so Jeff Jarrett was always a face, and then he did a dramatic heel turn against Bill Dundee of all people. Oh, oh shit! Crocodile Bill Dundee. Crocodile Bill Dundee. Well, I got that. I got that uh, red diamond gimmick. No rocks or nothing. I'm drinking it straight. So his beard is going to come in as thick and luscious as mine. So we're all gathered here today because the polls on Twitter have spoken. Uh, the Twitter followers have spoken. Oh my and god! They voted for AJ Styles to be the first superstar profile of ours. How many times did and, you vote, Levi? Uh, actually, I just well, you can only vote once. Yeah, so. you can only vote once. Well, how many Twitter profiles did you make up? <laughs> but, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. 17 exactly. out of a couple. Hush! You can be quiet! <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to the dog because he's fucking growling. There's a cat out back. Jesus well, as long as, as long as Amanda doesn't play Havana, because then we'll have a double-double there. Havana, <laughs> That chicken one is the best. <laughs> that chicken one actually does, there's quite, a, I think uh, they do a Despacito one with the chicken. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen some older pop songs get done on it too. I was like, oh my god, I love that chicken. Quiet, don't be don't be barking at that cat. I'll bark at you. Get that trash <laughs> So anyways, yeah, quiet. I told you I was doing a podcast. So uh, yeah, AJ Styles, man. So this is kind of like, we kind of talked about it, and I guess it's kind of going to be like a table for three on the topic of AJ Styles. We're all going to kind of throw our opinions out there and say what we like and what we – the nothing that we don't like. I, I mean, I like <laughs> everything about AJ, but, uh, you know, uh, some things some things from the past, some things from the present, and what we'd like to see in the future. You know, just talk a little bit about AJ for the next hour. I'm going to add in after our intro like some classical piano music, kind of like they do for table – for three, but not the actual music because I don't want to get a cease and desist. Can you get? I want to be the chef who cooks for those guys. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind mixing some drinks up for them, dude. I'm, are you on Wi-Fi, Tommy? No. Okay. Uh, Am I breaking? Yeah. Up? Yeah. Yeah. Just now you did too. How about now? It sounds good. All can right. you hear me now? Can you I open? Down, can why. you open the song with Havana? Da, 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 da. I can. Actually, you need to play phenomenal one. 
Yeah, I'm they don't want AJC. none. Yeah. So yeah, let's get to it because we probably lost listeners in this five minutes. Yeah, well, right. actually, in this we've already six just, minutes just asshole to listen anyways. Ooh, my bad. <laughs> so uh, I mean, you know, the, my earliest recollections of AJ Styles was, like, I think I've said before, but I remember watching him on like lo- like a weird like local channel. Uh, it was the early TNA days. It was just when I think it was right after they got a TV deal, and it was during the weekly pay per views. But I never seen the weekly pay per views. But I, I would say it was probably 2004 when I first seen AJ on TV, and he was kind of flying around doing the X Division stuff. And I was immediately like, "This dude's fucking awesome!" Because I think even then they kind of had him pinned as he was going to be the poster boy. Um. So he did a lot of X Division matches, um, and and that was that was just my earliest recollections of him. You know, before that he was in he was in WCW for those of you who didn't know us, that, but it was just that parts. one match, right? No, uh, he had more than one match. He just had the one match in the Air Raid team. Oh, okay, okay, um, that's right. Because I remember, I don't remember. I I think it was. The, I'm pretty sure it was that match that I saw him in first but i think i've since went back and saw him in a couple more i also know that he was uh he had dark matches obviously before that and i was listening or watching slash listening because i was doing other stuff but his rf video shoot uh which is four hours long but thanks to the high spots wrestling network which is only 9.99 9.99 i got to watch the full four hours and he talked about his dark match for WCW. He actually wore, like, gym pants and uh, sneakers. And they told him, okay, we're going to sign you, but you have to get wrestling boots. So the next day he went out and got wrestling boots and gear. Um, and then after, He signed in 01, right? Yeah, like right before they shut down. Yeah. Um. And then also, I don't remember, I think TNA was already a thing, but when the XWF DVDs came out, I bought those. Because Hulk Hogan was involved, so naturally I'm going to buy them. And I bought them at FYE for like, I think it was like five or ten bucks. It was cheap. Wow, they sold them at FYE? Yeah. Yeah, I got them Okay. Uh, It was like kind of like a bootleg kind of thing, which usually they're more expensive if, if they're like that. They're usually like 30 bucks, but... For some reason, I don't know. Maybe they had it on sale, or it was a bargain then, or something. I don't know. I have them somewhere. But anyway, so, so if you, so then I saw him there, and I was like, "Oh, this guy must be something." And then I don't know if he was already in TNA, like I said. But then I heard rumblings about TNA. That's Wait, what. now his XW, XFW, or XWF, which one? I don't know if I had it backwards. Um, he TNA. See, I have a, I have a DVD called The Asylum Years, and it goes back to like '02. And AJ was in O2, he was in TNA, which then it was the NWA TNA. Um, I think that was prior to the TV deal where it was still kind of an indie promotion, but that's when, like, Jerry and Jeff had opened it. Um, and <clears throat> that was kind of their special thing that put them apart because they still had the four-sided ring, you know, when they started, but they had the X division to begin with, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, heavyweight title. I actually just last week when we decided we were going to do this today, I watched the first episode, which was, it was one of the, the weekly, weekly pay-per-views. Um, and it was Oh two, right? I believe so. 
And the first match was actually AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn versus yeah. the Flying Elvises, which should actually be Flying Elvi, but that name <laughs> yeah. was that name was trademarked, so they couldn't use it. Uh, ah. <laughs> it was Jimmy Wang Yang, and who else was it? Who was the other guy? I can't remember. In uh, the uh, what now? Flying Elvis. Oh, I I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, is that the cruiserweight three way or whatever? No, that was three, the three man, that was man. the because the second week is when they did the uh, the second week was when they did the first the X division tournament. Okay, so it was was it Loki that was in there with him? I don't. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm but anyways, trying, yeah, I'm that was his. Um, but not only in like so obviously. He he got trained and whatnot and kind of got into the Indies in 98. Fast forward to 2001, that was his WCW thing. And then from there, he's pretty much in the <laughs> Indies. But from o- starting in 02, yeah, starting in 02, he was with TNA and NWA, but I don't think he had signed the deal yet because he was still doing Ring of Honor and independent promotions. But you could tell from the early days, especially TNA, because the X Division was such a special thing, and I think that's part of the reason why TNA slash NWA got noticed, is because that X Division was like their cruiserweight division. But I don't remember from the get-go if they had, because it used to be, if you win the X Division title, you can cash it in to face the champion. I don't think think at first they didn't have that. No, they they didn't start that till. Um, Austin Aries was there. That's right. Okay. Because, uh, because AJ, AJ was the get first. Get the fuck out of the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta uh, crawl before you can walk, boy. Sorry. <laughs> My dog is overly. Excited. He heard the episode from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, He's wanting to star. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so yeah, no, they did not start the uh, <laughs> in the X division for a championship match till Austin Aries was there. Okay, yeah. So he, AJ was doing a lot of stuff with uh, Ring of Honor back then, and I believe O2 was the early days of Ring of Honor as well. I think that was their year of being established, <laughs> or if not like O1 or it, something. It was around the same time. Yeah, uh, Jorge, Jorge, Jorge Estrada was the other guy with Jimmy Wang Yang. Oh, okay. And Sonny Siaki. All right. However, Um, the following week, AJ Styles defeated Loki, Jerry Lynn, and Psychosis in a double elimination match to become the inaugural TNA X Division champion. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew he was the first. He was the first. Yeah, and I knew Loki was involved somewhere. And I remember, because I only watched the first episode, I didn't get further than that. And then I just kind of watched some random matches. Which I guess I should have kept going because I forgot Psychosis was in TNA. Who yeah. what has its Psychosis yeah. been? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's true. He's he's been everywhere, man. He's been everywhere. Uh, so I mean, you keep. I mean, you you can kind of talk about that for a while, but it's pretty much AJ was. I'm trying computer. to just give like a brief backstory before, because I mean, obviously everybody knows where he is now. Yeah, um, where is but I don't want like I told Levi earlier. I don't want to talk about his life and his wife and kids. That's really nobody's business. If he wants to talk about that, that's his. That's his thing, not mine. You don't, yeah. you don't know his wife like that. Yeah, don't assume his gender. 
Oh God. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, he was throughout throughout those years, like o two, o four, o two to like starting in two thousand and two. AJ was in TNA. Let's just put it that way, because he did Ring of Honor up until like o five or o four or whatever. And and, and then from who, there, who would take the NWA title over to Ring of Honor and defend it? And yeah, from yep. what AJ said in the RF video shoot, I mean TNA never had a problem with it. But it's giving them no because exposure, so why would they? Right, and it's because it was the NWA title. It wasn't the TNA title. Right. It was NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, is its own. Uh, it's its own thing. So yeah, he he did that. Um, let's see. And then you know, after the Ring of Honor days, he kind of was a full. He was the full time TNA guy. He was the face of the company, oh. or what should have been the face of the company. But he was the face that ran the place. Obviously, yeah, he actually was. <laughs> backstage politics came into play a lot too, with the yeah, cons- he, uh, swinging door of legends. That came- yep, exactly. So he did TNA from 2004 to 2014. He was there for a solid ten years, or 2002 to 2014. So it was twelve years he did TNA. And that, yeah. he, he was he was their long term guy, and he was. If, I mean, if you look back to the mid two thousands, if you look at mid two thousands TNA, who do you think of? You think of AJ Styles. Yeah. To me, to me, that's who I think of. I obviously still think of you know Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, Kurt Angle, low key, Kurt Angle. Yeah, after he Jay Lethal, Lee Jay Lethal, because he was the macho Jay he Lethal. Was Black then. Machismo. Black Machismo. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, AJ just had fucking stellar matches, might I say phenomenal matches for those, uh, all of, (laughs) all of his career he always has, and I think just back then in TNA, man, it was just, I just, he's the guy I remember from fucking TNA, like I said, watching, I was like a a little kid, I was like 10 or whatever, 10, 11, something like that, watching AJ shit and i was like well this is really cool wrestling and so i started following tna for a while it wasn't but back then it was kind of weird because it was it was i mean it's always been pretty much taped there was a short stint where they were live but um it was like kind of hard to follow because a lot of times it was changing channels because it wasn't quite our thing because it's down in it was down in florida i believe in the well, it was in Nashville, right in the beginning. Yes. Yeah, in the beginning. Well, the first taping was Huntsville, Alabama. And yeah, then, so it's always been kind of a southern thing, but it's yeah, it's, it's out it's, of it's, it's Arkansas's reach. It was basically like the modern day WCW. And that's why I was always such a TNA fan, especially in the beginning, because it was like it was like I got to watch WCW after WCW. That's right. what it felt like to me. And then they brought Sting in and all that, so it made it, you know, that much more interesting. But, I mean, throughout the whole time, dude, I could I can watch any AJ Styles match from any part of his career and just be amazed because it's always going to be a good match. But TNA, you know, when you, when you say AJ Styles, you think of TNA. When you say TNA, you think of AJ Styles. That's just – that was the, the birthing ground for AJ. I, and I think, I mean, even – it doesn't matter how long he stays in WWE – even if he, you know, he's obviously probably going to retire in WWE. Probably, I mean, yeah. no question about it, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's already done a lot, even for this company. But oh, yeah. he's running SmackDown. He is yeah, literally, just, that's him. Yeah. 
just his body of work as a whole and what he's done for the business. Cause I mean, now there's kids coming up that were inspired to be a wrestler by AJ Styles. Yeah. I mean, and totally. no, and nobody can even, you know, you can't debate it. Well, <laughs> now he's getting, now he's getting the exposure on WWE. Like you're saying with those people that are coming up. Hashtag bacon. Yes, there it was. Um, but, he's getting the exposure in WWE that he wouldn't have gotten in ROH or new Japan or anything like that. So a lot of the people that are growing up watching Monday nights and Tuesday nights and, and watching the WWE network are actually seeing that and saying, Hey, I want to model my game after this guy. I'm six foot right. two, 250 pounds of just rock chiseled abs. Yeah. What is it? Real deal and sex appeal. What was, what was it? Buff Bagwell said, <laughs> I don't remember what his I, little I, thing was. I think, I think it, it was. I think it was something like that. Because and then he'd say, "Yeah, because I'm buff. I'm the stuff, and the girls kiss both biceps. Just can't get enough." But Bye, I mean, Daddy. speaking of both biceps, <clears throat> but he's 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 honestly a, a great wrestler. He's a great technician. You know, if, if he's got to wrestle somebody like Brock Lesnar, he'll roll around on the mat for 45 minutes if he has to, and let Brock sweat all over him. But I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> Well, and I mean, say, you know, like with you saying that, Robert, take a look at the Brock and AJ match. There's, there hasn't been, other than when Brock came back to the company and him and Cena had matches, and every now and then it was like, oh, cool, Brock's back. I thought it was going to be like the O2 Brock, but it wasn't. But my point, my point is, is that match was the best Brock Lesnar match we've seen in, in Brock's recent WWE career. Yeah, and it was with AJ Styles. Of course, it was so because like, who's going to have a better match right now in WWE than AJ Styles? Yeah, well, right. Exactly. The after, answer is after. Well, I mean, you know that John Cena and AJ Styles match. What was it? Two years ago was freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah. In, those in were recent memory matches, and you know, if we're I've speaking... even admitted on the show, there's audio proof. I admitted those matches were good. Well, all three of them, man. Well. To be honest with you, after watching, and this is on a completely different subject, but after watching Monday Night with Rollins and Cena, that was probably the best match that I've seen in the last two years in WWE. Yeah, that was good. And I can't believe, you know, on that subject for a second, I can't believe that uh, Rollins pinned Reigns. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, well, he also got the push, so therefore he's not going to win. So we all know that. Yeah, you're, but, yeah, exactly. back to AJ Styles, I mean, my... Yeah, not AJ. <laughs> But back to, you know, my, my earliest thing, I'm trying to think it was 2000. What year did Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker, Undertaker do the career versus streak? 2006? The last, the, 2010. The was it 2010? 2010. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, that was the like last match. doesn't it? Okay, yeah. so I Because 06 like was Shawn and Kurt Angle. Okay, so 2009 is probably when I first started watching TNA. Yeah. And then was that when they went back to the, had they went back to the four-sided yet when you started? No, they were in the six-sided when I started. Okay. Because I think it was that year was when they changed. So anyhow. But because, you know, well, that, was, that was my early... I was in and out of TNAs. I mean, the whole time because the last time I really sat down and watched it was when Hogan came back. Yeah. Well, this was, yeah. this was well before Hogan. But this was all about the same time that Jeff Hardy came, Hogan came, and all those. And, I mean, I'd heard all yeah. about, you know, TNA. 
and you know abyss being the next big monster hill and blah 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 and then you know i got interested whenever i found out that jeff hardy had just signed because uh wwe released him or whatever but you know my first my first you know recollection of aj styles was my god this man can put on a freaking match i mean at that time in wwe there wasn't you know they were still wrestlers they weren't necessarily entertainment in the business of that but you know just watching what he did in the ring and how he flew around and you know how you know just great of a ring presence he's had it's like man this guy's good why is he why is he here yeah yeah and that's kind of what i thought too because i mean i didn't like i said i was in and out of tna and i'd seen him on tna tv a couple of times on impact but like, my whole thing was, is, you know, obviously I kept up with him, and that's, like, with any promotion that wasn't WWE at that time. You know, you read it on, you know, like, I use e-wrestling news still to this day. Um, you guys use other stuff. But uh, that's how I kept tabs on everybody, was through the yeah. quote-unquote quote, dirt sheets. I, got the, I did get the pleasure of seeing, actually, it was right after I had started where we were working at the time and I, uh, uh, I got to see AJ in September of 2013. Cause I went to TNA impact taping in Little Rock. They did one live and then they taped the one after. So I got to see two episodes, both of which AJ appeared. Um, and it was kind of at that period where he was like, I think it was a shoot with the politics and Dixie and whatnot, as well as they kind of turned into a storyline. AJ was on his way out of the company. It was his last year under contract. So they kind of just ran with that. And I think Aces and Aces and Aces were around. Um, AJ didn't join them. And he, this is when he was the one, he said he was a lone wolf. Uh, It was late. Yeah. Late 2013. It was like September 17th or something. And he started growing his hair out about that time too. Yeah, yeah, he had the hair and he had the beard. This is when I he kind of changed his theme music. AJ Styles, because <clears throat> quite honestly, I couldn't really get attached to him because he looked like a child. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he he I'm always kind of had a bit. Yeah, he has a baby. That face. was his yeah. look, you know. It was he looked like young. He was, yeah, he was clean cut. He always had baby like that face. clean haircut, baby face. Yep. And I'm like, man, no, that's for real though. I just I can't like. I don't know. I got to see him, man, and he came through the. He left the ring. I don't know. It was the first. Anyways, it was that night. He he left the ring because he he did a run in on the main event. It was like Bully Ray and uh, Magnus, maybe, and he did a run in. Nick Aldis, whatever you want to call him. He did a run in. He he. It was the end of the show. He ran through the crowd, and I fucking raced down the stairs because I was trying to get to AJ because he did his little thing. I was like, AJ, and I fucking ran down the stairs because everybody was trying to touch him and shit, so I ran down there. I didn't get to him, but... Fanboy. It was just... the fucking barricade. Yeah, and, and it was because, you know, at this time, I, like I said, man, since since the TNA days, I've, I've been an AJ fan, and I have, you know, I have a shelf full of, I think I'd say 15... Out of my Russell movies, I probably got 15 to 20 TNA DVDs. And, um, yeah, man, so it was really sweet getting to see him. I have his gloves from that show. Um, Mariah has a shirt. She has the phenomenal one shirt. That's when he started that. I believe that's when the P1 logo kind of was coming around. Is that when he started to wear the gloves? Yes, yes. He started doing the gloves around then, too, because that's when he started the uh, long tights. That's when the you, kick got, pads. you got the TNA gloves there, right? Yeah, I got them at that show. 
and I, and she bought the phenomenal one shirt because I mean, you know, my, my fiance, who's, she, she's a wrestling supporter because I am and whatnot. She's not super into it, but she, if an AJ Styles match comes on, she's going to watch it for sure because she knows it's going to fucking be good and entertaining. So we, it was a really cool show. And, and there's a phone video she has from it where AJ comes out and you can hear me going, AJ, but because the sound's muffled, I'm like, AJ. <laughs> it sounds fucked up. Man. You I sound like Homer the Homeless guy. It. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I wanted to share that because that was really cool. You know, I got to see uh, – I got to see Sting. I got to see the second taping. I seen Hogan quit. That was his last appearance in TNA. Brother. Uh, so, yeah. And then, you know, venturing into 2014, that's when he departed the company. And he kind of got back in the indie scene and started doing Ring of Honor. He started doing New Japan. Blew the which fuck is up. When I, when I yeah, re- he blew up. When I really started watching him was New Japan. Yeah. Because I would watch um, it every chance I got if because this was before New Japan World. Um, yeah. So, like, you get, like, I mean, obviously back then we got, like, all the bootleg links and a couple of YouTube clips here and there. But, I mean, there wasn't a lot to get. I don't even think there was a lot of English commentary back then, there was, was there? Or there wasn't. They... Um, there was, it was only the big shows that had English. What? I can't even think. Like, R- Wrestle Kingdom 10 might have been the first one. With uh, English, yeah, maybe nine. I mean, it, I I would say nine to be around that time after nine, maybe because nine was him when that was that was AJ and Shinsuke, right? I thought that was ten. Uh, what is it? We just did twelve. Yeah, yeah, that was ten. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. I'm thinking. Yeah, we're, I'm that, thinking we just did eleven. That was the first Wrestle Kingdom I watched all the way through. Was, was nine? Was ten? Or 10, 10, yeah. yeah. was AJ and Shinsuke. Because it was AJ and Shinsuke for Intercontinental, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And AJ was, uh, a little fun fact here, in New Japan, he was the first American IWGP heavyweight champion since Lesnar was in 05. Ichiban! Ichiban! Yeah, so uh, that's a pretty cool little fact about AJ there, but... When did he join Bullet Club? Was it 2015? It was. Let me pull it up real quick. And I'm not because I don't remember. I don't remember how that went when he joined Bullet Club, but they—I yes. know they do it. They did it similar to. Uh, that was how they Tommy. usually do. Holy shit! Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this as far as my my understanding. He only do that shit whenever I talk, motherfucker. He does it to me all the time, too. Oh, okay. And it's usually when I'm saying something really... From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit penfed.org slash powercash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. It is really important. Now you got me off. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not being facetious. No, yeah, no, no. You're a fucking, you're a fucking heel, dude. I'm just vaping, man. He's just a regular I'm a natural-born heel. So natural this was about the time that... Uh, I'm happy to have Robert back on, I dude. I do. I feel like I haven't talked to him in fucking months. I know. I don't know. So, so say it, Robert. Get it so out, this man. is about Let's the talk. time that I was getting, like, hardcore back into reading stuff and reading the dirt sheets and everything. Dirt like, sheets. Yeah, reading all that stuff and, like, Everything you've seen was AJ Styles this, AJ Styles that, AJ Styles. And it's like, what the in the actual fuck is going on? And then, you yeah. know, before you know it, it's like AJ Styles is rumored to be talking to WWE. And I'm like, finally, this guy's getting what he deserves. But, I mean, for a solid two and a half years, I mean, that's all you read about was AJ Styles. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> His entire run. And, and after when he left. I would say from 2014 to now, still, it's you read about AJ nonstop, but especially his run with Japan and that Ring of Honor back and forth kind of thing, and being the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, he's big. I mean, he's big business, man. The guy was he was he deserved it, you know. And and I'm glad that after that he kind of finally made it to the big leagues, and I'm really glad that they didn't do him dirty. Well, and it, I think it comes down to this, too, and that's kind of like how I wish Dolph Ziggler would have done because I think he would have had that following over yeah. in New Japan and just the way that he wrestles. I think it's a little bit over the top, but I think it would have done him well to take that route, rebrand himself. I mean, even look at Cody Rhodes right now. I mean, it's the same same, same, same concept. Go and rebrand yourself and then come back. And, you know, if you can, if you can make it in New Japan and be huge like that, Chances are you're going to be have a huge following in WWE. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I could have said it any better myself. All right. So here's the New Japan. <laughs> uh, here's the New Japan rundown that I was looking for. Okay. So it it, it was reported that Styles was he motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I did do it on purpose that time. No, I know you do it all on purpose every time. That uh, AJ Styles will return to uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he had signed a contract with the company. Styles' return came on April 6th at Invasion Attack, where he had... where he attacked Kazuchi Okada. Correct. After his match, and laid him <laughs> out with the Styles Clash and challenged Okada to a title match. Before revealing himself as the newest member of the Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Bullet Club. For life. Establishing an Establishing himself as a villain in the process. Um, let's see. There was another thing I wanted to touch on. Oh, when, so uh, the, pretty broke... much the minute he signed, he was in Bullet Club. Yeah. So okay. And then on November eighth, at Power Struggle, he defeated Yoshitatsu and broke his neck on the botched Styles Clash. Yeah. So Tot- then they st- Tatsu broke then... his neck. He broke Tatsu's. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then New Japan decided they were going to push him as a killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Well, and that's and that's not I, I I'm not trying to say anything bad about Yoshi, but that is kind of on his behalf because he you t- can't tuck your head during a move. Yeah, like he that. tucked it, he tucked his head, and that's what happened. And even AJ said, you know, people tried to blame me for it. And I guess Yoshi was pissed because he didn't reach out to him. <clears throat> yeah. So. Well, and then at and at that time, the style question. I've always loved that move. I mean, it's just a. It's a great move. I mean, it, it's, yeah. It, it almost feel I don't know. I mean, it, it's you, when I first saw it, I was like, "Is he about to put this guy into Boston Crab?" And I'm like, "Wait a second, he's pulling him off the ground. What is he? Holy fuck, he's about to do a move." And he used to do him off the off the top rope. Yeah, and he TNA. did. Yeah. He did one off in TNA off the fucking stage. Yep. I just Who don't that? see. Is that now? Do, I, does anybody know if that's original or did he tweak that move from a move? Dude, that's original. I've. That's what I thought. The only other thing I can think of is like a like a luchador when they do that and like go into a roll up. The Spanish fly. I mean, it's kind of a version of a Spanish yeah. fly. Yeah. So I mean, I guess technically, yeah, I guess he did kind of like just tweak it. Um, but he, but he, he evolved his move set between TNA and um, New Japan to WWE because I never remember him doing the craft, the craft. I never remember him doing the calf crusher. And I certainly, I certainly don't remember the phenomenal forearm as a finisher slash signature move. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. That began in Japan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The the phenomenal phenomenal forearm forearm started in Japan. So, and the in Ring of Honor, same time period. Well, yeah. I mean, he did do it, but they didn't because he's always had the Pele kick. He's always had the Styles Clash. Yeah. And, you know, he there's certain moves that I see, and I'm like, okay, that one, you know, that's that's one of his older ones. But, like, the calf crusher I, I, is one that I know that he developed. I That one, I, I've seen him do the calf crusher back in the TNA days, the early TNA days, but it wasn't. It was one of those ones I think he rebranded, like like what you're saying. It's kind of it, it kind of became one of his moves, because I mean it's like all all wrestling moves are, you know, it's like I'm trying to explain. Okay, it. it's, it's like music. It's all it's all kind of taken from something. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, on Wikipedia, obviously, it has their finishing moves. The calf crusher yeah. was used from 2013 to present. Uh, he, he used the figure four when he was with Ric Flair in TNA. When he uh, was probably was a, Fortune Four. A flying... Fortune Four. Flying arm bar. Frog splash from 03 to 06. The phenomenal forearm was 2016 to present. Used as a signature move from 1998 to 2016. So he's oh, always shit. done the phenomenal forearm. Just not... Oh, okay. But he's used that as a finisher, too. He's using yeah. his finisher in WWE. Whenever yeah, they, yeah. That was his saying, finisher. This is a finisher. Yeah, because he finishers. used it because that's whenever the Styles Clash, whenever he first came up, um, he got to use it a couple of times, and then Vince McMahon banned it. And then something about Chris Jericho going to Vince McMahon and saying, if he can do it on me and it looks well. Yeah. So, yeah. And then that's when the Styles Clash came back. But I do remember yeah, the phenomenal right. forearm as being a finisher whenever he first came up. Yeah, Jericho uh, talked about that on his podcast, actually. Yeah. he. I'm, I'm guessing Jericho has a lot of pull with Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, you don't say. No. He's one of his – I mean, he's one of his – I think he's one of his guys from back then that's still around other than, like, Triple H – who else is still around from back then? Kane, 
Kane. Kind of. Yeah, but I don't see Kane being outspoken, being like, you need to let him do this. No. No. Yeah, exactly. There's probably right now. I, I think it's because probably... Jericho has balls, too. Yeah. Chris Jericho doesn't give a fuck. No. No, I mean, you know what he did. After uh, Brock split open Randy, he was right there in grill, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Chris he Jericho, called out Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Chris Jericho isn't just the Madonna of wrestling. He's the honey badger. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. well, here's the thing. He, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't need wrestling. That's the thing. No. He enjoys it. So, therefore, he has that, that concept and mentality being like, well, I'm going to tell Vince McMahon what I think because if not, fuck you. I'll just go tour full time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, and here's the thing. I've already put the poll up for the next round, but Chris Jericho is going on the one after that. because And if he doesn't win, everybody's making the fucking list. Yeah. Like, everybody. <laughs> I will I will find a way to contact Chris Jericho and make sure everybody gets put on the list that listens to this fucking show. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. All of our Twitter followers will be on the list. So now I guess we can All talk a little bit about AJ's WWE days. Yeah. Um, we can move on. Uh, obviously, he left New Japan. Uh, his last Wrestle match Kingdom. was Wrestle Kingdom, right? Ten, yeah. Um gave his notice the next morning. And then yeah. that's when rumors started to swirl that he was coming to WWE. Wait, hang and on. Let's, would... let's rewind for a minute, if you don't mind. I know we kind of fast forward there, but whenever he was doing TNA, he was working on basically on a month-to-month contract. Like, he wasn't actually under contract with TNA. I think he was under contract, actually. I thought it was one of those where it was like um, with uh... – Shit, I can't think of their name, but I thought it was just kind of like a rolling contract where it he wasn't necessarily signed under contract, and he was just still doing doing things. But maybe I'm wrong. But no, that was uh, <laughs> I think that was like the the Ring of Honor days and stuff because I know TNA signed him to a full time deal. Like after I think once they started picking up a little bit, and like, I was when talking they got about a TV deal. So, no, I was talking about more so towards the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I think that he was definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know for a fact that the end it was month to month. Yeah, no, I got you. I didn't know you were talking about that. Yeah, that's what I was talking about because I mean that just tells the star status. And I think at that time too, he was kind of in that transition phase of. Do he I knew really he wanna... wasn't going to end there. Yeah. Do I really want to leave the company that gave me my start? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he he forward. was because I remember. 14 that's kind of towards the end of his thing that's when he was kind of doing uh big appearances here and there because those were also the days i think 2014 is kind of the year where tna guys started a lot of those guys aren't really full-time deals at that point i mean other than who was still under contract but if you notice now impact same you know same kind of thing but ever since like 14 impact guys have kind of been they do indie shows too like you're saying, what AJ did then. And so, up, yeah, I think that kind of. Until Matt Hardy kind of spoke out to try to get the broken gimmick, TNA was taking a large, large percentage of all of their independent bookings. All the money they made, TNA got a huge percentage of that money. Oh, wow. That's garbage. And until they knew when Matt Hardy told him he was going to sue him, unless he got that, they knew he would win. So that's when all this stuff started coming out with Impact and the Owl and all that shit, Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. That they were going to start 
giving their wrestlers like if, so if somebody in impact leaves now say congo kong leaves now and doesn't come back to impact they can't fucking touch his name they can't yeah they can't and and the deal was with matt they can still like play those clips like or if they want to put it on a dvd or but whatever. they can't use his likenesses right. as far as okay right his gimmick yeah so I guess moving forward, um, let's talk a little bit about his WWE career. And like I stated earlier, I'm glad that he didn't get the shit treatment that a lot of guys do. He, he came. He is probably the only person that has came over that has and, and not gotten the shit treatment. And then, and Samoa Joe's had a NXT. decent push though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samoa Joe and uh, Kevin Owens. Bobby Roode. Um, and Bobby Roode. Kevin, but... Kevin Owens was never... Did he ever wrestle for TNA? He was all no. Ring of Honor. No, I, well, I mean, I know that, but I mean, he never did a match in TNA or anything. I don't think so. I don't think so. Kev, Kevin but Steen. I mean, before Joey Ryan, I mean, Kevin Kevin Steen was the king of the fucking indies. Yeah. Yep. Everybody knew that name. And yep. everybody, you know, saw that shirt, the Kill Steen Kill. So put yourself back two years ago. It's the Royal Rumble 2016. Number three spot comes out. I remember hearing the music and be like, what is that? Because it was on Roman's face. Yeah. And he was kind of confused looking. Camera. Oh, my God. I, if we could go back in time, that'd be the Oh, one my God. Look at him. Look at him, pal. Oh, my <laughs> God. Listen to the crowd. They love this guy. Holy shit. I've never heard of him before. Who is this? AJ's. What is it? Steelays? <laughs> he probably thought he was fucking I just, French. Tommy, I was at your I, house for that, wasn't I? Yes. You guys. Dude, I remember sitting there watching it, and I'm, you know, I, me and Mariah were watching, and she goes, holy shit, it's AJ Styles. And I was like, what? No, that's fucking AJ Styles? I, dude, I popped so hard for that. And... I was just like, oh, my God, he's fucking there. He's fucking there. And then my first thought was, okay, so he's going to do a Rumble appearance, and then he'll be on NXT on Wednesday or whatever. And he was, he was straight to main roster, man. I think he's the one guy who, who did that. He, he debuted and went straight to the main roster. So that I think i glad they did that, and I feel like it should be the same if Kenny Omega comes over or if Cody comes back. They have to go straight to main roster. Cody I don't was, think. Uh, Cody I don't think they would put Cody in NXT. They wouldn't no. put Cody in NXT, but I don't think that Cody gets the same kind of reaction that AJ Styles had because you no because you're left because you're left with the the whole thing with Stardust. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's really no no coming back to that. But but I mean, think about it. I mean, when you look out in the crowd, even now, I'd say probably at least half of that crowd is wearing some sort of Bullet Club shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, absolutely. I, and I'm absolutely. talking about like half of the adults. I'm not <laughs> talking about half of the kids. Because I was dropping that absolutely. Like absolutely. Our, you know, that one dude. Absolutely. Um, yep. Yeah, yep. man. Well, I mean, what was you guys' reactions whenever AJ came I out? Think I think we high-fived. Yeah, I popped like yeah. the when we high-fived. <laughs> nice, nice. I mean, it was just an awesome moment because it was like, for me, it was like, you know, AJ was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was younger as a kid, and I, I got to see him. Like, he came to the big leagues that night, and I was like, this is awesome. And 
I remember, like you said, Robert, I kind of remember reading the dirt sheets around that time, too, because it was like, AJ's going to sign, AJ's going to sign, there's rumors of him signing, blah, blah, blah. And then the Rumble, I didn't really think anything of it, and then he came out that night, and I was like, oh, my God, AJ is here. Like he's, And then what was it the next night? He was there on Raw. Yeah. Well, I think they had an idea of what they were going to do with him, but they wanted to see his initial crowd reaction. And yeah, the crowd reaction probably sealed his fate for I, I don't think that he was going to go directly to NXT, but I think there was always going to be the possibility based on what happened. Yeah, if yeah. he came out to yeah. crickets, they would have been like, uh, what the fuck? You know, it's kind of weird if you watch that entrance. I still I still watch it to this day just to just because because it pops up on YouTube sometimes. But when he came out, his music kind of had that build up like that. Like before it goes to no, they don't the, want, they don't want none. none. No, they don't. It was want like none. it kind of. I couldn't tell if that was the crowd for a second or if that was the music. And then when he came out, the crowd was just so loud that you were like, "Okay, so they did pop," but you didn't hear the initial like everybody jumps up and screams because I think it was taking everybody by surprise so much. Have you ever watched a fan reaction from that night, like a uh-uh. like a cell phone video from his? Uh-uh. Go on YouTube and watch it. Was it a huge, Dude, huge pop? Dude, it was in fucking sane. Like you, okay. Like I've watched several, just because I'm into that kind of shit. But yeah, yeah, I've watched several of them, and you can't make out anything other than because everybody popped. Yeah. Okay, so because the 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 broadcast wasn't, it wasn't super clear because it, like I said, it just kind of sounded like it's music. But that, so that, that year, they, that and they botched the camera. What was it that year? He came in. He kind of did the thing with Jericho. Did they did the Y two AJ, and then they did the WrestleMania match in which Jericho won, right? Uh, yeah. No, that was SummerSlam, wasn't it? No, they no, it was WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It that was. But the, AJ uh, won, or not AJ? Chris Jericho won. Yeah, yes, I was, was at the, that one. That was at Dallas. Yeah, that was a right. Match. Okay. It was after the IC title ladder match that Zack Ryder won, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and he lost it the next night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least he lost to the Miz. True. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then he goes into the thing with Chris Jericho. That was pretty cool. I don't remember what his SummerSlam spot was that year. Was it another Chris Jericho thing, or was it? What was it? Because he did. It was right after Jericho. He went into the feud with Roman because Roman was champion. Was and it? I thought I was like, damn, they put him in the title picture right away. Well, that year summer was that the year that Finn won the Universal. Yeah, Ben won the Universal, yes, because that was right after the um, draft. Okay, so yeah. AJ would have been. He... Yeah, he did. He did go. He won. He into won. The... He won the. He was. Was he the champion that year? Or did he win the belt there? He won it after SummerSlam. He he won it at uh, uh, he... Backlash or Battle Backlash. Backlash or No Mercy. I think it was Backlash. Yeah, Backlash, or it was one of those SmackDown shows after SummerSlam, but I don't remember. Then he held the belt until uh, Rumble Rumble. with Cena. Yeah. And then had his awesome matches with Cena. Yeah. Oh, that's right. SummerSlam was a Cena match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. SummerSlam was the first. first, It was the first Cena match, and then the second one (laughs) was. Was it. He had two. He had two or three pay-per-view matches with Cena. Yeah, he had three for sure. 
They just yeah, because the Royal Rumble one was amazing. Even, even though, though he lost the even belt, though he lost. Just um, the, so just then he does the Rumble match. Rick Flair. He loses the belt to Cena at Rumble, and then at Mania was him and Shane, which <laughs> that was a good match, man. Dude, and. And that was like, the opener, right? We all kind of shit on it, too. We were like, ah, I don't know how we're going to take this, blah, blah, blah. It, it turned out a, really good. It ended up being a fucking barn burner, dude. It, I would hate yep. it to follow that match. Yeah, and they luckily they opened with it, so there was still some momentum. Didn't you say, you said that was the worst WrestleMania you've seen since 27? I did? Yeah. No, last Dal- year? the WrestleMania in Dallas was the worst pay-per-view, or the worst WrestleMania I've ever seen. That That's because everybody yeah. was injured. That's because everybody was injured. Yeah, everybody I mean, I, was... I mean, obviously, I had my moment with with Zack Ryder, but other than that, and the spot with Triple Stone H and Cold, Roman was lame. Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, and Mick Foley coming out—that was pretty sweet. Other yeah, that the, was a pretty bad WrestleMania. This that WrestleMania was... wasn't that, or last year's WrestleMania wasn't that bad. It wasn't. That no, bad. I, it was I got, enjoyed it. We got the Hardys return and all that stuff, so and we marked out with that one. I think oh, the Hardys return made up for, yeah. I think the Hardys return was the moment of the night by far. But you know, back to AJ, his match with Shane that night was awesome. And then after WrestleMania, were I'm trying to think of summer last year. He was kind of back. He was, like, in the back seat. He didn't really have anything. Oh, that was the United States title. He was yep. the, the, through with summer K-O, last year. He was Kevin Owens. Yeah. Once again, I mean, they're still doing the Kevin Owens and AJ shit. Well, maybe they just have uh, good chemistry together, and it's kind of like whoever's booking is like, let's just keep this rolling. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's not that I hate the matches. It's just the build of the matches. It's like, okay, we get it. You guys are feuding again. Well, now they're gonna they'll end up bringing kids into it, kind of like the JBL and Rey Mysterio thing and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before that happens with those because that's really like their only go to. If you have a long feud like that, then it starts talking about their families and everything else like that. But with being the family man that AJ Styles is, I don't know that they go that route. I, I don't, nah, he probably isn't no, going to do that. I think it's okay with, like, Kevin Owens' kids because I know they watch it. I don't yeah. really know if AJ even lets his kids watch it. I I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they watch re- the wrestling now. I don't think they watch the Attitude Era. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm saying I, I think maybe they might watch his matches and stuff, but I don't think – I don't know, man. I watched him on – I'd be a mark for my dad if he was AJ. <laughs> I watched – <laughs> I watched him on. Who's your uh, daddy? <laughs> it was on Lillian Garcia's podcast. That's on YouTube. AJ. Yeah, and it was like a webcam, like Skype call. Ah, okay. If you haven't seen it, check that out because I watched that probably like the, a couple of days after it aired, and I th- I think I remember him vaguely saying like his kids don't watch it. Like, yeah, they, they I mean, know I, what I, he does, but they don't watch it. I, well, I it'll wrong, probably be one of those things they catch up on that. later. I don't know that a lot of families do watch because I remember like one of the first times that I watched Mick Foley, his family was on hands and his kids like literally lost their shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Noel so I mean, it can be traumatic. Dewey and yeah, I because yeah because uh, like if you ever saw Beyond the Mat, yeah, um, I have that on VHS. They yeah. they actually show that all that whole Royal Rumble with him and The Rock and. 
you know, his kids are all backstage and they're talking to like Sonny and LOD and all those guys. That was brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, dude, I couldn't imagine being those kids and watching him just get the shit beat out of him. Yeah. And then he comes back. He's like, I'm fine. That is seriously. Definitely next year in January for Roy. Rumble. Beyond the mat. Yeah. No, uh, so no, that anyways, Royal Rumble. Yeah. So that cruising like, through summer last year, he was in the U.S. title picture. And then after SummerSlam, he goes right back into the feud with Ginger, I believe. And he I won the ginger. title. You wasn't it Ginger. I, I didn't say Ginger. He won the title at the MSG show, right? He beat No, he won ginger. at the uh, UK SmackDown taping. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We were talking about that on Sunday when we had our discussion because I said how pissed I was because I knew about it like seven hours before it happened. Yeah. That's what I hate about uh, when they go over to the UK. You already know what's going to happen. Yep. Because yeah, I, can't, I can't not click that. <laughs> yeah. Anytime a Raw or SmackDown is It's tested. clickbait. It is clickbait. You got me. Um so New he wins the title. Like, he kinda tries he tries to put over Jinder throughout the rest of the year, then the rumble rolls around. Um and now we're kind of right there and he's looking at a five way match at Fastlane and looking to go to WrestleMania to face Shinsuke. Which so they are all doing, Yeah. They are they are doing the five way, but the faces have changed. Yes. Well, and it's kind of like the Roman thing. We know, you know, I think the more that we think into it, I think it's, I think we're going to be in for a big swerve with that Roman and Brock. I hope match. we are. I really hope so, yeah. But It'd be cool I to hope, see Seth. I hope they fool us all. But I do know that they've got to do the Shinsuke and AJ match. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's happening. I mean, that's. There's no way AJ doesn't walk out of fast lane with the belt. Yeah, he's got to. And if, a, it, and if it gets botched for some reason. There's a 0% chance that anybody wins other than AJ. If yeah. you were a betting man. I'd put money on it. I'd bet the house. <laughs> Damn. I'm all in. God damn, a, pal. Was that an Ashley Reynolds reference of all in? Yes, it was. <laughs> he bought a shirt, by the way, so he gets a reference on the show. Yes. Anybody else, they can go fuck themselves. Jeremy Gowan, he can go fuck himself. He can go wash yeah. himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gowan, three, Gowan 316 says, no, I didn't wash my balls. <laughs> Gowan 316 says, I didn't take a bath. <laughs> oh, my God. Gowan 316 <laughs> says, I have a crusty ass. Yeah. But I but go. I still got money to smoke pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can't afford de- deodorant or laundry detergent. And he drinks uh, tall ice house tall boys. Oh, black. yeah. Black. So I think that was a pretty successful profile episode, man. It's really fun to just sit and shoot about somebody's career, you know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Kind of our opinions and whatnot. I think, I think it, it you know a- AJ remains one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He probably always will be. And he has turned me into a fan as of New Japan. And my youngest son is probably the biggest AJ fan I've ever seen in my life. Bigger than Levi. <laughs> yeah. He does the entrance every time he comes out. It's, it's I mean, my, my non-wrestling fiancé is an AJ fan, you know. And she's, she watches it because of me. But Are she's an AJ Mariah's fan. not a wrestler? <laughs> Yeah, she's not a wrestler. She's a fucking she puts me heel. over, though. 
she's a heel. Yeah, she's a heel. <laughs> she but gets, she's she she's a baby face. Heat. She gets cheap. Heat. She's a baby face sometimes. She does get cheap heat. Yeah, she's a heel to me. So I guess coming up next, as far as superstar profiles go, is Mr. Seth Rollins, right? Seth Rollins in the poll for the next time. Tyler, are you meaning Seth Rollins or Tyler Black? Tyler Black, oh, well, yeah. We'll talk about Tyler Black. Tyler Black. Tyler Black. Stars in the all-new feature film, Tyler Black. <laughs> Seth Rollins is Tyler, Tyler Black. Black. Did, you notice, did you notice the other night that they in were chanting? The they, Marine 15. Did, did you notice What's the other night that the crowd was chanting, burn it down? Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, well, they were chanting like for uh, the little to get him going again. They started chanting "Burn it down." What did you? First, I wanted to talk, but talk to you about that too. What did you think about the gauntlet, Robert? Uh, you know what? Hands down, probably the best go home show that I've seen in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like they yeah. listen to. They it. Built... I, I kept forgetting it was the go home. I know it did not feel. And like I said, SmackDown. SmackDown was the same way, so apparently they've, they've taken notice to us about bitching about everything, and I think that <laughs> yeah, I think that they're finally starting to get to the point where it's like, we really need to step up our game. But I bet well, they finally realize what fucking season it is. It's WrestleMania season. I bet the man with the three H's listens to our podcast. Well, I, yeah, I he likes us. He's a well, I read us. something. <sighs> I read something the other day that said that he's starting to take on more of a bigger role yes yeah he probably tells stephanie during their midnight workouts that they post on twitter and instagram stephanie uh, have yeah. you heard this uh, <laughs> new podcast uh, i just kind of uh, i was looking at videos podcast, of me blowing my quad uh, i've ever heard uh, they call it uh Heels and quads. Uh. Speaking of quad, what I match- was looking up videos uh, of me blowing my quad. Uh. What match was it that he had that huge ass bruise on the back of his quad? Was it the- that was the, the Triple H Jericho? It was a tag match, wasn't it? No, 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 no. This was recent. No. This was like in the last couple. Yeah, of years. it was him and Sting oh, at no, WrestleMania. I you were talking about when he blew his quad, because right after he blew it, when it went back in the ring to do the finish, he had a bruise already. No, this one. Yeah, was... Robert, that's the only pay per view I watched with you. It was at Tommy's. And it was me in 31. It was huge. Oh, my. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase that's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Look at the bruise on Paul's leg. But I mean, it was huge. I mean, it was. But I'm Paul. I was, <laughs> Paul. 
But that thing was hey, it, Paul, it took bro. up the better and I don't remember the spot where he actually heard it. I think it was when Sting flipped him out of the ring, but I think if I'm not mistaken, Sting had a pretty big bruise too on yeah, his shoulder. Yeah, they were both all bruised up. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> that. I was like, "What the fuck? They're all beat up old men." They were beating the shit out of each other with sledgehammers and bats. Styrofoam yeah. bats. Do you remember that time? Oh that yeah, Sting... I think that was. <laughs> you remember that time that Sting hit somebody with a bat in the back, like the bat like lost its shape. You could, you could see it bend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was awful. I was like, damn it. Uh, I wish I could remember what match that was and go back and watch it. But, I mean, it was like what, what match was it was bent over like a flaccid penis. Oh, shit. Speaking <laughs> of penises, how big is Batista's dick? <laughs> Speaking I, of penises, if you like to look up penises on a computer, we have a website you can buy computers from now. Tommy, what's that site again? Mibsy.co forward slash heels and quads? No, it's Mibsy MB. S, wait, what is it? Fuck. M-B-S-Y dot co. Dot co forward slash Zydax. That's X-I-D-A-X forward slash heels and quads. Right. And and then if you're looking forward to seeing our new shirt design, which is pretty freaking sweet. It is. Dare we say too sweet? Oh. It's it's way too sweet. Uh, It is. Are you going to get censored? But it is very nice if nobody has seen it yet. I've seen it, and it's great. Where can I find that shirt at? It's three minus one sweet. Okay. There we go. Or it's it's the – it's an abundance of sweet. It's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads sweet. It is. And that that side is way you-know-what sweet. It's very, it's very sweet. Well, and if you don't like our shirts, dot com forward slash heels and quads, you can go to collar and elbow brand dot com and use coupon code heels and quads at checkout. Save 10% on your order. Coupons. They have a lot of sweet designs. Coupons. Coupon. 10%? 10%. serious, bro? Yeah. Aren't there hoodies 25% right now? So Listen, now- bro. Uh, no, that's... Or is that flash sale over with? That's right. Flash sale's over. Hot Topic has a flash sale right now. Hot Topic should sponsor the show. You can get 30% off right now on Hot Topic. You can't lose this match because you just got sponsored by Hot Topic. Yeah. I can't lose a match on TV. I'm sponsored by Hot Topic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) God, that was great. I'm going to buy the, uh, I'm going to buy the, uh... Tank top bullet club shirt too. It's only sixteen dollars and three cents right now. Yeah, I and there is a water bottle for nine dollars. Shirt for the summer. Yep. Tommy, have you wore the pink Hulk Hogan shirt that I've gotten you? I have. I actually almost wore it today, but I, I went for the uh, the purple Macho Man tank top. Oh, touche. And I'm actually wearing my Bullet Club pants right now. But 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 Bullet Club pink Hulk Hogan shirt. That sounds way too sweet. It is too it, sweet. It's an authentic Hulk Hogan Beach Club shirt from Ooh. Clearwater Hulk Hogan Beach Shop. From Terry Balea himself. Terry yeah. Jean Balea. Jean. <laughs> oh, so, uh, damn. Oh, I, forgot to mention, <laughs> I forgot to mention the poll. And not my poll or Batista's poll. 
or Vince Russo's how big is Batista's or, dick or, on a pole slash forklift match? Or Robert, do you know how big Batista's dick is by any chance? No, but we're also not talking about Dick Pole, the bench manager. <laughs> oh, damn, Lisa Ann. Um, so the fuck next- the Yankees. Hey, <laughs> it's that time of year. Tommy and I I'm will sorry. probably go on a six month hiatus of not talking to one another. I'm sorry that Robert's team has to use a sock as a tampon. <laughs> a red sock at that. Well, that's because it's soaked in blood. Right. Yeah. Really. I'm a Red Sox guy. No, you're not. I'm a Brewers guy. I'm Shut your mouth. I will smack you. I am I'm a not, Brewers guy. I'm not I'm not the guy. I am the guy. He's I'm not the bear. Guy. He's not just he's not just your idol. He's not just an idol. He's just an idol. Just incredible. Just incredible. Okay, anyways, the poll. So the poll for the next wrestler spotlight, we decided we were going to go with classics this time. Legends, Hall of Famers, if you will. It will be your choices. Go to Twitter, type in Heels and Quads, at Heels and Quads on Twitter. It will be Hulk Hogan, Nature Boy, Woo! The Macho Man. Yeah, dig it. Cream of the cream. Oh, that was really good. Thanks. Step into a slip, Jim. <laughs> okay. You I'm were like kind of we, in character uh, we, when you said yeah. thanks. Can we put in? Can we put a um, uh, Leap and Lanny Potfall on there, please? <laughs> no. Who is the fourth one? Sting? And the fourth one is. I think I'm cute. Banana, I know Nana. I'm sexy. Banana, Nana. No, it's not sexy, Kurt. It's the heartbreak kid. Yeah. Yeah. Biceps. Will it be a boyhood dream realized? Will it be the immortal one? Will it be the nature boy? The leader of the four horsemen? Or will it be possibly the greatest professional wrestler? Of our or any generation, Leap and Lanny Papo. We will, we will announce. We will announce the brother the of Leap and Lanny Papo, <laughs> the Macho Man Randy Savage. We will announce that on the Seth Rollins podcast. Yes, I guess I need to go vote. You need to go vote. Also, uh, NXT main roster call-ups won at the very last second today. Who was for... the who was winning? Uh, Ziggler, you bitches! How are y'all gonna? How how are our listeners gonna go and Ziggles is just not getting any love. Ziggles oh, by the way, no. Do you guys think that Alistair Black wins the title at Takeover Orlando? Please. Yes. I mean, yeah, I think that's a Orlando. given. New Orleans, Orlando, whatever the fuck it is, New Orleans. Yeah, you don't you don't know where you are. Yeah. No, Are there. you in the trash can with Homer? <laughs> Get out you know of the what's trash funny about can. that is we did cancel the trip, Robert. I was waiting to tell you, but we were I was we had tickets ready to roll, but we decided against it. We're gonna go to a different show. So I was trying to I was waiting, but I was gonna NXT tell you that I would catch you there. WrestleMania. Oh. I'm sorry. We were gonna be there, man. Yeah, I know. We decided we decided against it though. Well, if I if I don't find somebody to go with, you can go with me. Actually, no, I can't do that. Okay, with Tommy. Cool. Yeah, take That'd Tommy. Be a fuck. Oh my god, you guys are fucking heels. I hate you. <laughs> hey, how about this? You're both. Oh All my right, let's god. take it home. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
next week will be NXT main roster call-ups. Who did they do good with? Who did they fucking absolutely fucking fail? Then fantasy booking. we will have the winner of the Legends wrestler spotlight the following week. Or no, it'll be Seth Rollins. Then it will be whoever wins between, what was it? Uh, Bash of the Beach 2000. WrestleMania 2000. The New Generation. Or WCW with no flair. September 91 to January 93. I could care less about booking that one. What? Yeah, I could. The flair I could give one? a fuck about, yeah. You know why I want to do it? Just so I can go back and watch for the umpteenth time Royal Rumble 92. When Flair came out with the uh, soccer mom haircut. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, the bowl cut. Yeah. Look at his hair. It's got so much flair. (laughs) We'll just call him Rick. (laughs) We'll call him Rick. Oh, my God. We're going to put in with it like we would if we got Lex Luger. Oh, my God. How How many times do you think he came to Buff Guys? How many times do you think he came... To Lex Luger alone. <laughs> how many? How many? How many of our listeners do you think have came to our shirts and went? Ooh. Hey, yeah. I did. By the way, if you go to prowrestlingteams.com <laughs> forward slash heels and quads, even if you don't want to wear our shirts, use one as a cum rag. <laughs> yep, it's a twenty dollar cum rag. You'll never regret it. All right, hey. we're at sixty eight minutes. Actually, sixty nine, close to. Yeah, <laughs> sixty nine. All right. <laughs> All right, let's that, take her home. Oh, let's take her home. I'm Levi at Levi Deason on Twitter, and I'm gaining what? quite the following. What? Following. What? Following. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And I am not leaving Lanny Poffo at Robert Lemons. genius. At Robert Lemons on Twitter, and I have one it's new Twitter follower. He's going to oh. use cock. <laughs> Oh my God, Johnny Sins! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Every show should end on me just laughing hysterically. Now. <laughs> All right, you guys. I had a pop last night. You guys right. have a good one. You as well, sir. Take care. Spike your hair. Woo woo woo. You know it. Yeah. yeah. Bye. John Stereo. John Stamos. <laughs> Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers. Rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.